Welcome to the podcast with Face, Pat, and Tiz. I damn sure thought it. I was wondering what the hell was going on. Nigga came in looking like interview with a vampire or some shit. I ain't know what the fuck was happening. Ah, 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 two. But let me tell y'all some, tell y'all some other shit real quick. So my my kid, you know, it's it about to be February. She Black History Month. So with our governor. Um, yonking and shit. He already did um shit about no no teaching a race or whatever. So I've been in schools to make sure I which I gonna teach black. History. So my my kids came home with a book. My my baby girl came home with a book the other day. My mom came. I'm like, I bet I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna look at it. I never really look at the books. I really never go through their books to see for content. So I just picked it up. I was reading through it on the first page. They gave a little preface. They was like on page this and this. They say he was shot and killed. If you don't feel like feel comfortable saying that to kids, just say he died. I'm like okay, cool. I can understand that. So I went to the page. That one, the thing that got me. It said Martin Luther King was shot and killed in '68, which he was. Whatever, whatever. This the next line that got me. It's like because he fought for the poor people, he was given a special um funeral where he lived in Atlanta, Georgia. I was like, hold the fuck up. Fuck you mean poor people? Don't you mean black people? Oh, are you trying to connect poor with black? Because all black people won't poor, motherfucker. If you want to talk about poor, it was the same amount of poor people. It was black and white at the same time. He didn't die for poor people. <laughs> at that point, he was starting to get into that financial equality, and he was speaking on financial equality for all. But please understand, Martin Luther King did not just fight for poor people. He fought for equal rights. You feel me? Equal rights, equal treatment. He wanted that. I have a dream. Jews and Gentiles, little black girl, little white boy. You feel me? Not, I have a dream. The rich and the poor. Come on. That shit pissed me off. Now, I got in-laws in the school system. You feel me? They, they on like school boards in the other county. So we sent her a picture. When I said her reaction was worse than mine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I need to talk to a principal or a school board or something because just like all these Caucasians can go to their school boards and have books removed or the silliest shit. I want this book removed from my from my daughter's school because first of all, it was written by somebody who won America. So your skew on it is a little bit differently. You feel me? The the book is all like I say, 10 pages. You can't really do over even the, the main highlights of his life in 10 pages. I didn't give him a book that's 10 pages about Martin Luther King. Shit, that's all we learn every freaking day of our lives, every Black History Month. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for, I'm looking for the new <laughs> stuff. With the with the amount and, and, and how can I, what's the word I'm looking for? With the the strides we made with technology these days, it's so much easier for teachers to bring other Black inventors or other Black people that have history because we have more people than Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Malcolm X, Benjamin Manica, Booker T. Washington. We got more than five, more inventions than just them five people, more people than them five people. Most things that we use, and I'm just not talking about we as black people, we as humans use on a daily basis were invented by black people. If you get in your car and you don't want to have an accident and you get to a stop, you getting hot in the summertime and you want to have some fun, you pull out a water gun and you pump that motherfucker as a super soak, guess what? Foul. Black man made that too. Just little have small shit, things. Have the shit in your cell phone and Bluetooth technology. Yeah, that's black people black too. Video game. If you like chocolate chip cookies, if you like chocolate chip cookies, thank a black woman. If you like she video game system, that's a black person yep. too. Shoot, no, safety belt. Don't get me. Don't Traffic get me wrong. Stuff. Don't get me wrong. The wrench. A, I ain't gonna say I'm a pro. I'm not one of them, I'm pro-black. I'm all about black. No, because I see the, the beauty of other cultures too. But with me being predominantly black, 
I still, the stuff that we've been told, it's okay, just forget about it. It's a long time ago. Fuck that. Forget about this shit. We learn about medieval times. Why can't we forget about that bullshit? We learn about all this other shit of all these other cultures that melted pot into America, but the one that kept y'all alive, that kept y'all on our back, the one who, we put America on our backs. If it won't for- It's I, King Arthur. If it won't for this, this country wouldn't be what it is today. Even when we were enslaved and y'all was whipping our asses, we still wanted to fight for our country that we lived in. If it, even when we was getting bullshitted here, we still had people go to Vietnam and fight for what the goal was. Even though at home, they families and them were still getting bullshit. Give us the respect we deserve. And the question I guarantee no racist can answer. Why y'all hate us? If we go by the history that you guys try to teach, you guys brought us over here. Even though I'm smarter to already know, Africans circumnavigated the globe before Columbus and all the mother motherfuckers. Get, get, your, get your knowledge up. But we're going to go back to y'all teachings. Y'all brought us over here. We didn't volunteer. Y'all brought us over here to make us do slave labor. Hated us then. They freed us and you still hate us now. Why? It's like me going to buy a cow and hating the cow every time, ever since I bought it. I know it's going to do work for me because I bought it to do work. Okay. The work done, I can free. I'm not going to hate my cow. You hate something that's better than you because you see the greatness in it. And for some reason, what you do, you can't mimic it. You can only try to copy it. You can't mimic and go forth. All you can do is copy. Copy, just like putting on a copy machine. I got sitting right here beside me. Copy can come out the exact same. No different. Because what you try to do differently, it comes about looking just like what we got. Originality. But yours is false. That's my rant, man. And another thing. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I just, oh, matter of fact, I saw a quote today. Uh, oh, Somebody posted up. This, I don't know. This was off Twitter, Melissa Kimball. This world does not move without Black creativity. So, happy Black History now, Month and happy Black Future Month. Now, because I won't hear last week with y'all, I had a point I wanted to bring up about those definitions, Black and White. Um, me personally, I don't know if they've been changing the dictionary because I read a dictionary in like a year or two just to read it. Um, but the original definition of Black and White, I don't really think that people should be dis- de- depicted by those, unless we're going to change the terms, um, white, pure, innocent, it's pure, fuck that, it's the opposite, black, negative, bad, fuck that, it's the opposite. Black is the universe. But my thing is, look at science, my thing is, is look at science, man, look at science, in the past five years, they've tried everything they can to come up with a darker black, a new black, a better black, the blackest black of everything, now we got the blackest black paint, you can see it. But no one's trying to come up with a new white paint. No new white paint, huh? Black, black, black. Black, 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 black. But no CB4. white. CB4. I'm black at the back. I'm black. CB4. That's classic. <clears throat> now, with all this, please, viewers, don't get it twisted. I have nothing against all white people. I have nothing against none of all, any type of people. But I don't like people on certain sex on all cultures. It's black people I don't like. The ends I don't like. It's every culture I don't like. If you know me to know me, you know me since college, you know I used to live in an international dorm. Mm. For a motherfucker like me who don't like people. But my thing is, I never shit on the entire culture. I pick out a person and something about that person I'm like, and that's the person. I can't send that to everybody. Just as these three people right here on the screen, we have something in common and it's just our skin. Our mentalities and how we act are all three differently. That's why we all collectively come together as the partners and we make something special then, you feel me? People don't look at us and see all oh, them three niggas are they all like hell no nah, because even our conversations are different. How I talk is different than how y'all talk. You feel me? From what I write down, y'all can tell who wrote it by how I write it. <laughs> I mean, I want people to see the beauty in our individuality. 
but also with that beauty and the individuality as a whole people see the beauty in our differences because our differences is what's going to make us come together one day. It ain't going to happen today. I know it. I ain't stupid. I ain't going to be alive when that unity of all people happen. I know this because for so long it hasn't been, but it is possible because in the past and other cultures and other places it happened. Unity is possible. But first, open up your ears and your mind to see the truth in your face. The vision is being placed on you purposely. And we all fall for it. We're all victims to fall for that bullshit. But once we all take a stand with eyes open, as mind as our, as wide as our minds, unity is possible, people. It is. Unity. What's up, guys? Like Rick Bang. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Show with three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood having weekly conversations that you can join in on. And as always, I am with the partners. It's your boy, Tiz. Happy Black Every Month. And I'm along with... Other third of the partners. Uh, this is a hoodie. I'm not vampire in Brooklyn or nothing. This is just red in the inside and black on the outside. And, and they thought I had, they thought I had like a, a spawned vampire costume on when I first came on. So this this is a hoodie. I know that audio listeners is not understanding what's going on. But yeah, this is the pattern one. I'm the other third of the potters and I'm along with the other person that told me about this. Oh, pause. And the guy that just rented. What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Man, it's your boy's face. If you look on the screen and you see my name, it says Fossey R. Trait. That's how you say that name for real. But call me face, man, because most people can't pronounce it. What's happening, man? That nigga said, this is the right way to say it. But y'all stupid. So y'all going to say it this way. So that's what we're going to say. <laughs> Some people call oh, me Pace. Pace. Pace Artie. Some people call Pace. me No, some check this. Some people call me Pace Artie. <laughs> you, you, you miss letters in the name. <laughs> You can't read. It ain't Artie. It's another R in it, motherfucker. It's Artre. <laughs> Pahasi Arter. Uh, Pahasi Arter. Artery. It's going to make it an E whether it want to be one or not. You're going to be an E today, damn it. I ain't going to waste my time. Go ahead, take this. <laughs> and it's the thing. Artie, nigga. <laughs> I, used to spell, I used to spell Artre with two E's at the end to try to make it easier, motherfucker. So I'm like, no fucking shit. <laughs> You can't read. You just say that. my fault. Our tree. Pay ha. our tree. Pay ha see our tree. That's sound like. That sound like. Pay ha see our tree. Sound like uh, a message from one of our live uh, bots. <laughs> go rent. Go rent or go. Vern Nico and all that. I saw shit. that. I saw that. I thought they said nigga at first. I was Why <laughs> y'all niggas, niggas in the uh royalty sense, not niggas? Uh, been running around for the past couple of days, but I'm all right. <laughs> running, running around. Can't keep running away. Can't keep running away. Can't keep running away. I think that's too far. So how your week Feeling going? Nostalgic. Everything all right? Going. Everything's cool, man. Everything's good, man. Uh, got a whole like a whole rush of confidence or whatever. Got a lot of stuff done today. Thinking about the future. Went to a couple of banks about a business loan. Okay, big or whatever. Mom, come on, come on put to, your money where the mouth is. Oh. Advice, 
advice from um, the step pops, whatever, you know, go to a couple of banks, see what they say about the interest rates or whatever. Try to get the book done. So. Mm-hmm. Invest in yourself. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Amongst other things, uh, I actually, out of the blue this weekend, actually did a quick run to Richmond to say happy birthday to somebody and then ran out because they randomly invited me and I was like, well, yep, I ain't doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> boy, you sounded thirsty. Hey, all right there. Yep, yep. I, 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 I had my clothes on waiting. I was hoping somebody would call me. I'm ready. Well, you to are, Where do I need to be? Drop me a pen. Normally, I don't do nothing though. That's the thing. I don't be doing anything big or anything. So it's like a oh, wow. So I've done something. Go out, and I and I'm and for real, for real, I'm not a person to go out anymore. Hmm? So you was happy, huh? And I was like, oh, yep, something different. Something different. Somebody gave me an excuse to, to go go out. Somewhere. Well, how, is there any way anything you need support on this week in the book? Do what you did. Um. Well, if uh, anybody, well, with y'all, man, I'm 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 good actually, man. This you know this is my weekly therapy or whatever. You know if it's if I'm going through something, I'm gonna hit y'all up on the chat at all times. So so far, nothing nothing on the top of my head that at at the time, but. As always, I appreciate y'all. And you already know. How you be, Face? Hi. I see. Hey, Artie. Oh, I'm good, brother. I can't complain. Um, just grinding, 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 grinding some more. Still in the process of looking for a new place. Um, never in the process. Enjoying work. I'm enjoying life. Um, still a good start to the year. Hasn't turned bad. So still trying to keep up the good positivity. Um, all negativity. I'm giving them judo blocks too. Judo blocks. Um, no negativity. Um, kids is good. Business is good. Um, I can say I'm good. Um, uh, just a start to the week. So no real issues. I don't foresee any issues either. Um, so I'm trying to live on that positive way, man, and keep. I'm riding it, okay. Well, swoosh on then, player. All right, now I'm talking. Yeah, about. yeah. Nike check. How about you, brother? Uh, well, first of all, is it you need me support with any any way we need to show up for you? Well, if, if negativity does go down, you know I'm going to hit the chat line or hit that text line and let y'all know so y'all can be my support system. So, but right now, everything's copacetic. Indeed. Cool. Um, yeah, how about you, brother man? Man, I am wonderful. This is probably the best week. I feel physically healthy. I feel mentally in the best place that I've been. Um, and yeah, man, life is good, man. I ain't got no complaints. We we, we rolling this week. Yes, sir. Rolling, rolling. Before we go any further. What's happening? And, well, before I get to that, how can we support you? Man, I don't need Nathan. I'm I'm goody mob. Okay. Now to my next point I was making. Boy, I rolled the shit out of this blue. That just went a whole another way. I just wanted to share. I thought he was about to make it profound. I had to put that motherfucker. I had to put that motherfucker down. <laughs> that bitch isn't good. <laughs> that was good. You 
also, also, to any um, but also mother, also mother should know. Uh, to, to any person out there who is a um marijuana or a cannabis supporter, uh, I will be starting to bring some news to the um to the podcast and to the lives on any upcoming or any developments in the um cannabis industry because we do have some things going on and I try to keep myself abreast of everything marijuana wise, not just because I'm a smoker, but because I personally to believe there's the new cash crop to America and slowly but surely as each state becomes legal, fully legal with it, I believe that it's going the, the value of the flower will really grow in our commerce. So I'll be keeping y'all abreast um one or two things a week as I find out things, different laws in different states on um, what's going on. Well, one thing in Virginia, we know that 2024 we're supposed to start selling flour, but for some reason now the Republicans may want to start changing other shit after we just got all the good shit last year. So um keep keep up keep up with that um if you are a va head and you do partake in the cannabis like i do um be aware rules may be changing but if they do you'll get it from me first and i will definitely let y'all know um other states out there i do keep my head to the marijuana news that's one of the news topics on my google so as new laws come from other states, I will be giving them to, them to y'all too. Um, I'm not just going to be a Virginia head smoker and just let y'all other people out there just get caught up. No, I'm going to look out for everybody because I believe each one teach one the knowledge I have, I should share and vice versa. So if y'all know something that I don't and I ain't said, hey, email us. Um, I read every email. Um, comment. I read every comment too. So I may not comment back as my brother does, but shit, I still read them. So. He does good, isn't it? Yeah, weed is good. Yeah, weed is good. <laughs> it's from the earth. It does. It's from the earth. It, it is good. It's here for me and you. For you and for me. <laughs> what we got going on this week, fellas? What we got going on this week? Uh, we back with it. Um, nobody voted in time, but we going right into it anyway. The top MCs before 2000. We about to go ahead, kick it right on off. I ain't gonna even waste no time with it. <clears throat> about to go ahead, get this next round on done. Let's get it. Get it on. Let's get it. There we go. Feel like I'm a little talkative this week. I like that. Yeah. Right on then. then we... Yeah. See that shit. Oh, this is on All right. So um, <clears throat> got the first opening round on. We are now in the quarterfinal round. <clears throat> Let's kick it on off. On the first side, we got the number one in them. He's going against Big Daddy Kane this week. That's mm. the shits, man. Um, I'm going to kick this one off. I'll go first. Now, Big Daddy Kane versus Eminem. Um, first, we're sticking to three categories. So color don't matter. Um, so all those people out here who say Eminem, whatever, whatever, because he's Caucasian. That shit don't matter, man. His skills outweigh his race. I'm sorry. He's actually a good MC. He brings what you need to the table. He got lyricism. He got bars. He got funny bars. He has the flow. He can switch up his flow on different levels. He has the stage presence. Eminem is an all-around MC, and I see why just naturally he would be a number one on any bracket. Um, but in this competition, Big Daddy Kane, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it's a 30. Eminem, thirdism to me. Lyrical, hand down. Sorry, Big Daddy Kane. Stage performance. I'm sorry, Big Daddy Kane. I mean, uh, what, what's the other one? Uh, <laughs> revenue, what you can make from him? What, what's the third one? Uh, the third, the third one? one. 
But it's we see marketability. We see what Eminem. Yes, we see Big Daddy Kane. Name ain't mentioned, but so much all these years later, Eminem don't have to come out with shit, and people still talking about Eminem. You know I feel that fifty years from now, a lot of these rappers that we saying are all great will be forgotten, but a few will be there, and Eminem will still be in that and up there. The key thing about him that everybody wants to exclude you have to include because that makes him unique and genuine you feel me him being a caucasian and having the skills he has and coming from where he does what he brings ain't fake you feel me he's not a white boy trying to be black he's himself and that's what i see i've listened to the first album i've listened to the last album and listened to a few in between you feel me okay. i see the image of the eminem but you can also see the, the trickles of Marshall through that as well. I fuck with him. I remember, uh, I don't even know the exact year, but I know we was on a um a trip going to LA and motherfuckers were listening to the Eminem CD. <laughs> you feel me? If you could rock with Eminem on a vote on a on a trip, it must be good. I have never listened to Big Daddy Kane going on a trip. And I don't think I will. I'm gonna leave it at that. Eminem 30 is his ass. Next, please. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 uh, I, yeah, hell yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I'm gonna start with stage presence. Um, I'm actually gonna get out when the big daddy came, man. Like, that nigga used to be the shit. Well, shit, he still is the shit when it comes to stage one. That motherfucker be dancing his ass off, man, and still be like flowing, don't mess up a breath or nothing. Like, you just <laughs> ain't no. Stop it. Like that nigga be jamming his ass off, man. Shit. So uh I'll get him stage performance. Um, marketability, it's hard for me to argue with that. Uh Eminem is definitely movies and shit and his album sales, like the motherfucker is a diamond mine. Like restaurants. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, restaurants. Like he's a rich motherfucker. He generates a lot of bread. Like just his brand has made Slaughterhouse and other people like relevant. So I, I definitely got to get him marketability. And then uh, the lyricism. It's tough for me because it's always tough when you got to compare eras because, like, you got to try to remember, like, what was it thought of back then as opposed to how we would think of it now? Because obviously the game has evolved. You know, uh, people have built off of what other people have done and improved. So that one's tough because in his day, Big Daddy came with that nigga. Um, Damn, man, Eminem done some wild shit. Like, mm-hmm. one of the people that done uh, rhymed Orange and, uh, and some other shit. Like, he, he, ah, man. It's really hard to rhyme Orange. I got to get Come on, Pat. You can go ahead and get your is fat. Might as well. Oh, no, y'all, we, we good, man. Um, 30. I already know my decision. Um, Big Daddy Kane, I'm giving him on stage present because, really, I'd rather listen to Eminem to actually watch a show. I'll give him that. Um, okay. Marketing. It's Eminem. There's nothing else to say. Y'all already said it. It's, it's nothing left else to say. And then lyricism. It's Eminem. And no. I, 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 here's a bias. I'm a, I was an Eminem stan for a long time. Right. I have calmed down on my Eminem stance, but that don't mean shit when it, we're talking about within before the 2000s and what let rap I was actually listening to. By that time, when I really got into rap and really was studying it and wanting to be a rapper, Eminem was the prime, like, class. If the, the, the thought was, if I can out-rap him, 
then I'm worth being a rapper because nobody was out rapping. Wow, wow. So, okay. Eminem, that's it. Well, that was an easy first round. Eminem moves on to the uh, next round. This one's next up, down. y'all. We got uh, 30. We got Buster. The Buster Bus. Do the Buster Bus. Versus DMX. DMX. Who want to take this? Ooh, okay. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. I'm going to keep on. I'm going to keep on going first. Okay. Good matchup. Great matchup. Against yeah, yeah, yeah. Dungeon Dragon. Great, great. Now we're going to let's go lyricism. Um, that's a that's a tight battle right there. Just on lyricism. Um, X, um, rest his soul. We know what he can bring, but Buster. I'm sorry. I've heard every one of each man's albums. I'm actually a fan of each man. Um, I can go X. I can go dark. I can go emotional. You feel me? I can go a little a little hype too. I can go Buster. I can go dark. I can go some emotional. I can get my romance on. But I can give you that super duper hype too. So it all is a matter of what you prefer. Um, looking at his catalog and the length of his catalog and what he's shown that he can do on different levels. I wanted to give us a buster so bad, but X just do something with the words, man. X put me in that mode of like no homo pause or whatever, but DMX lyrics, he puts you in that mental place where you know somebody has to been through what you've been through, you feel me, without even having to talk to that person. You feel me? Regardless of what it is, you know, he dealing with a shorty, he dealing with death, he dealing with inner demons. He put you right there with him so you could see through his eyes. You feel me? If you could listen to a CD and a man praying and you can tell he crying, and from his words, he brings something out of you and make you cry, that's something. Lyricism is asked to me. Um, marketability. I'm gonna skip that one. I'm gonna go to the stage show. I'm gonna give it to Buster. Okay. I'm gonna get that to the Buster. I'm gonna get that with the Buster stage show. Even though X can bring every emotion out of you on the stage, Buster gonna make you party your ass off, dance your ass off. He gonna give you everything. Buster is one of the one of the MCs who's known specifically for the stage show, for what he brings to so much that he brought it from the stage show to when he was when music videos was a thing. He had some of the the prominent music videos like they were telling a story they was on like many movies you feel me like i remember a bit i was like it was in middle school when they put their hands on my eyes to see it. it was middle school or high school people oh, were yeah, that when they come out <clears throat> yeah that was high school that was like some theatrical right there you feel me like boy stage presence gotta get the bus um so we won one now it all comes down to marketability uh both got movies mm, both went platinum multiple times um both have longevity in the game. Um, only reason X is not here because X passed. Um, but who could bring in the most money? Who's been in the most different avenues? I'm going to have to give it to Buster due to X's drug use. And that it kept him from being able to do certain things. If it wasn't for X's drug use, his marketability would have been so much more. You look at him in Romeo must die. You look at him in the other the other movie with the with Jet Li. You feel me? Look the movies he had with the leave. Like he was on the plane to go skyrocket to be that super duper duper star. You feel me? But drug use that 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 muted him. That put a glass ceiling on his capabilities to where he was fighting demons most of his career 
when he could have been making money and doing so much more for others, if he man himself were Buster, he had him problems. He was able to flourish his money, put people on, do other stuff, and still grow being movies, being other stuff. So marketability, I'm giving to Buster. I go Buster two one. Woo! This is definitely uh I can go. Um all right, so where are we gonna go first? Marketing. Marketing lyrics stage presence. Mm-hmm. All right. Man, this is hard. <laughs> this is pause. This is this is a hard one, man. The more I think about it, yo. How about to say, you better give me this a bell or a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um marketing, I'm gonna give it to Buster. Like I really I feel like I could give it a DMX. I really feel like this whole thing could be a tie on a on a low, but just cause Buster Rhymes is consistent. Like if Buster says, Hey, I want to come out with an album, it's always an event. Now over the years, it might have the 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 height of the event has may, maybe fizzled down a little bit because we're like used to Buster right now. You know what I'm saying? Any if he do something spectacular, that's something we're expecting anyway. But <clears throat> I'm gonna give it to Buster. Uh man, stage presence. Nobody can beat Buster on stage, man. DMX though has a great freaking show or whatever. If it gets if like it it reminds me of like when Jay was talking about the first time they had DMX on the um back the stage and he had came out um and backstage. I think he was cuffed. Yeah, on back, I said backstage. I said back to the stage. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Backstage or whatever. He came out. Um, it looked like he was covered in like I forgot what he was called. I think it was some type of wine or whatever. But he looked like he was covered in blood and stuff. And then he came out out of the uh, the crowd or whatever. And then Jay Z was just like, and I have to go after that or whatever. He made Jay Z evolve as a performer just in general. And I think that should be a point or whatever. But Buster Rhymes is just consistent, just consistent. But I I will say I. As far as lyricism go, I'm going to give it to DMX because, all right, Bustin' Rhymes, as far as technicality and form and cadence and, and just showmanship or whatever, he has that down pat. But as far as, like, lyricism go and actually saying something as far as a message, not to say Buster, Buster says something on every out, but DMX can say stuff in a way, and it could be the... It, it might not even be that complex. It's it's almost pockish. You know how Pac can he can say something and describe a situation, and it's not like it's the most complex put together um, array of bars and similes or whatever. But he can convey something so much that you can feel it. Like you can you can visualize it. It's the imagery behind it and everything. You can you can feel the actual feelings you he's going through in the song. So and I feel like that that can hit you hard, it, it, even though even though Buster, yeah, I got another violation. Damn, even though Buster <clears throat> or whatever, he can he every once in a while he could say something or do something, you know, just like in any type of punchline rap or whatever. Like, wait a minute, let me rewind that back. You know what I'm saying? But DMX man, he he hit you right in the gut. So I give it I give DMX to that. But Buster, all in all. I'm giving it to Buster, okay. and it's a it's some it's some other reasons behind this why I'm going to give it to Buster. It's probably because of the next category, but I mean the next rack it up. But yeah, Buster. okay. <clears throat> um, 
I'll just go ahead and give mine now. Uh, you know, Buster's obviously moving on, but uh, I'll say for stage present, for a lot of the reasons that y'all kind of highlighted, I'm going to give it to actually DMX. Like, I know Buster's, like, really hype, but Buster also has a hype man. He'll have a mm-hmm. lot of man. He'll fuck around, have dancers jumping on trampolines and shit. DMX will go up there by himself and have niggas like Buster scared to perform after him. By himself, True. he will literally take you through every range of emotion you can feel from like wanting to holler at your girl to remembering that time when you was depressed to remembering that time when you was hyping the party to wanting to fuck a nigga up to want to just think about your soul to want to get right with God to want to like just boohoo and cry and call your mama. Like when I tell you that motherfucker would turn the stage down by himself, like without nothing else, with no, no, no homeboy, no homegirl, just him and a microphone and a, a, a dog chain. And he just growled until motherfuckers like the stage is broke. So uh, I would actually get a big next on that. Um, same thing with lyricism, man. Like I feel like Buster is better at wordsmithing as far as like fitting syllables into um, a stanza, a uh, Mm-hmm. patterns etc like I, I feel like it when it comes to lyricism with these two it's kind of like preference it's kind of like the biggie versus Pac debate like they're both proficient but it's just a matter of what you prefer if you prefer more of the wordsmithing or if you prefer more of the yeah. impact of the lyrics um True. and i kind of give that to x as far as like what i just um but you know that that's kind of really just how i feel like that's one of them things it's just preference whatever you prefer in in MC is kind of where you go and yeah, so you can't really be wrong on that one. Um, and then the marketability, um, I actually gave that one to X too. Like I, I was like a th- a gentleman's thirty over here. Um, like I when I looked at it and I looked at both of them, I looked at both of them as having dwindling careers on the back end. So I kind of went for what was their marketability, what was their earning potential, what were they doing when they were both at their maximum height. So like, what was Buster Rhymes peak, what was DMX's peak? And for me, I just feel like DMX in the mid to late 90s was like he 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 was a walking money machine. Like literally everything he did was dropped. Like he he was seen as one of the best actors in Hollywood for a quick second, just off of a couple of movies. Like he, he was literally like moving like the new Tupac, like as far as like how big his impact was. Like when I say he came in and he literally changed an entire culture because before him, it was party rap. It was the moment and we see, I'm coming. And then that motherfucker came in, get at me, dog. And, and niggas was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh shit, we robbing niggas again. Let's get our boots on and let's go out here and get this. Let's take these shiny suits off, man. Fuck this. It was a real vast shift from like Air Ones to Tim's like overnight. Like niggas all of a sudden with bird chests or fat bellies was out there with wife beaters on and and, and fake dog chains were walk around like like it, it was a whole thing. Niggas was shaving their heads and shit all of a sudden, all that shit. Like it, it was a thing. So I, I'm gonna just I had X30, but I, I I'm not mad at somebody who says bust around. Like I get that that logic too. This was definitely one of them ones where Kind of really just preference, and, and that's what we ends out. So we got Busta Rhymes moving on to face Eminem in the quarterfinal. Next up, woo! Now this one is tough. We got stable mates, if you will, if y'all understand my uh, wrestling lingo out there. Uh, we got 
two Wu-Tang members against each other. We got the RZA, the godfather of the Wu-Tang. And we got Ghostface Killer, his homeboy from the beginning, one of his first ones, his ride or die. One of the best characters in the Wu-Tang America saga. Oh, um, <laughs> and yeah. So uh, who y'all got, man? What we talking? I, I started off and don't nobody want to take it. I don't mind this one because I'm pretty biased here. So uh, be quick for me. Um, I'm going to say Ghostface Killer 3-0. It, it's pretty easy to me. Um, I know RZA got the uh, marketability thing as far as like directing movies and shit, but uh, don't nobody really care about the movies he directed. Ain't nobody go see that man with the Iron Fist bullshit. I ain't heard not one person like hyping that up like, oh, that's one of the best movies ever. Well, Face, we, we know... I don't consider you every man when it comes to movies. You have a very uh particular taste. You 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 are into what you like, so I I I don't ex- I'm not surprised <laughs> if you enjoy that movie. But uh, the average person you hear when you start talking about like great movies and you be like Ip Man and 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 the one and all this shit, you don't hear nobody throwing in motherfucker. Yeah, nigga, we got that man with that iron fist though, nigga. Y'all remember that? That four is with a little cock-eyed ass coming in trying to fight. Fuck out of here, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll be honest. Now, I will say this. I like the Bobby Digital album, but it was not for anything that RZA did himself. It was completely... I'll be honest, man. The Bobby Digital album, I probably liked that whole album for one song, that NYC Everything with Method Man. Like, I probably... Yes. Missed that. I probably... I probably burned that fucking CD out off of just that one fucking song. No, matter of fact, it was I had a tape. So so that tell you where I was at with my game right then. Um, and I probably fucked that tape up off of just rewinding it back to that one song. So I, I, I space, man. Um drink a Heineken as a go inside oh, a line on the oh, I know, I know, I know my ghost face killer fans gonna be, but I I I don't listen to everything ghost face, but I would tell you that he got one song that would make it hard, but he had one song that'll make it hard for me to go against anything he ever made. And it's the joint where he talking about plucking roaches out of the cereal box. That's probably All the first. All that I got is you. Man, dude, that's probably the first rap song that made me like boohoo like a little bitch. Cause like that shit spoke to everything from my childhood. Like, like hardcore. Like, man, 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 man. So uh yeah. And then stage presence, man. Fucking Tony Stark is ridiculous out there, man. Motherfucker came out there with the robe on and crushed the stage. Like he is one of the better performers in hip hop to me. Um, and then uh yeah, lyricism man ain't gonna never get you over <laughs> nothing anybody else in the Wu do. So uh I actually got RZA as one of the worst lyricists in the Wu Tang. So uh, yeah, three oh for me, Ghostface. Take it away, fellas. I'll go. I'll go. Um it's not a tough competition, honestly. Um, it'll just be tough competition for people who like Wu-Tang all together because they'll hate to try to match two of them up. You feel me? Um, they want to look at them as a dynamic. Um, but I'm not that person. So yeah, it's not that hard for me. Pause it. So lyricism, I've heard just about an equal amount of both people's music and like Ghostface stuff more. Regardless if he's featuring or is his own stuff, I just like his stuff more. Um, he's more original. Let me stop that. I don't think he's more original. I don't think he's more original, but I think his wordplay is better. His wordplay is better. His delivery is better. And what he's saying is more comprehensible. Um, when you look at Mr. Rizzo's lyrics, 
His personality shows in it. His uniqueness comes through in his lyrics. He's able to deliver them, but I don't understand all that shit. I'm just being honest. I didn't say he wasn't good. I just say I don't understand that shit. Now, I've listened to the Bobby Digital album hundreds of times because my brother had the fucking Bobby Digital tape and listened to some <laughs> So I got to know RZA real well off that album. And just shit after that, I just picked up because of Bobby Digital album. <laughs> I mean, so I believe his strength lie behind the mic and behind the scenes. I mean, like, I believe those are his his main strengths. Marketability, um, uh, see Ghostface more places. You feel me? Like, once again, the rest is like a back. Uh, he plays the back, so I don't know what he's doing. You feel me? So I would have to give it just on the knowledge of what is being done, on knowledge of what it was done to Ghostface. Um, stage performance. Once again, Rizzo's personality comes through on his stage performance. It's Jimmy, you got to know him to like. You got to be in that realm to understand him because otherwise, not in that realm. You feel me? Ghostface, I feel like he's more versatile. More people can gravitate toward his towards his style when he's performing. Um, he can have a diff, he can have a, a different type of crowd, but still a different type of crowd that's mixed with a little bit of everything. I feel like if you go to a a purely just a RZA concert, if it's not a Wu-Tang concert and it's just RZA and it's just a Ghostface concert, not Wu-Tang, just Ghostface, the two crowds you're going to see will be similar, but the reactions they give to the two different artists is going to be way different and you're going to be more engaged with Ghostface. So, didn't know I was going to do it, but hey, 3-0 Ghostface. Well, Pat, as our resident boom bap expert, take it away, King. Not only that, I am the resident woo head. When I tell you, uh, 99% yes, of my rap rap uh, um, music that I have ever consumed in my high school to college years was mostly Wu-Tang. Yeah, this is a tough one. Ain't too tough, but it's a tough one. Um, all right, love RZA to death. Especially my favorite, I think my favorite RZA uh, song is called Tragedy because they had this fight at the end of the um, music video that looked like some Dragon Ball Z shit, pretty much. But he he he's more of the man behind the man um at the desk to me. Like when it comes to stuff, I, I see him as far as leadership more uh, than in Wu Tang than performer, pretty much. So let me get right in. Um, everything is Ghostface. Everything is Ghostface. <laughs> like Ghostface is like the soul of Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? Like RZA okay. wouldn't pull, RZA can't pull this off. Like as we've seen in the actual show, RZA can't pull this off without his brother or whatever. And one of the key points of that is Ghostface. He's kind of he's kind of the soul of it. Like some people could say it's Method Man, it could say it's Jizza, this, that, and the third or whatever. But Ghostface is consistent, just straight up consistent. He has like. It was one year, and and I mean, it's a current year. Like, I think it was like two years ago. He had like three projects drop that whole year. He has three studio albums, three studio albums under his belt. He's like, out of everybody in the Wu-Tang, he has the most freaking albums, and he is steadily coming out. Even when, even when I would say the height of their fame and success had fizzled out, he was still there dropping albums and mixtapes. 
and music consecutively. Like they they he he got on a Def Jam. He like he's just his Ghostface. Like when you think of rappers or whatever, when you definition of of a rapper or whatever, he's one of them rappers in that list along with Method Man. But he's one of them in that list you first think of. Like and he got that presence. It's that presence about him. Like as far as stage show or whatever, like all in all, like I would say in lyrics, I would still say I still I understand some of RZA's lyrics or whatever. But just like you said, Tiz, with that one song or whatever, no one like I never heard anybody capture like what you actually go through in a, in a, in in a slum or in a project like that or whatever. Like some of the things he said, I felt that when I was living in Portsmouth in the '80s. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so. All in all, um, when we hug these mics, we get busy. Come and have a good time with G-O-D. Make you snap your fingers and wiggle. Scream, shout, laugh, and just giggle. Shake that body, party that body. It's ghosts, ghosts. Shoot, Kanye just, Kanye and Pusha T actually used that in a, in a freaking, for a freaking hook. And that was just a part of his verse. He's That's still it. pushing the culture. It's ghosts. <laughs> Ghostface. Tony Starks. Captain America. <laughs> and he moves on to the next round. Um, and then we move on to the last of this side of the bracket. We're going to finish up this side, uh, the next side of the bracket on next week's episode. But let's finish it up. Let's see who's moving on to the quarterfinals, man. Nas. Nasir. Nasty Nas. Mr. Uchiwale versus E-40. Fody Walter. Sprinkle me, man. Sprinkle me, man. Big time time I'll take this one. I'm going to be honest. After outside of one album, lyrically, Nas has not moved. I'm going to just put it there. Leave it at that. Hate me if you want okay, to. I'm going to hear it in the comments. I know hip hop heads is going to kick it. Whatever, man. I don't give a fuck. I'm not moved by it. E-40, I love his Like he's His lyrics are literally the soundtrack to everybody. Everybody uses his slang has definitely become the slang of America at different points just off of him. So, and I actually like what he be saying in his raps. Like he talked that ball shit. And, and if you're going to talk that ball shit and make that your lane then be great at it. And he is that. Time up, time up. Uh, so, yeah. And I think that as far as reinventing himself, like the amount of times he's come out with albums and the amount of eras he's lived through and rapped through and still been like, to me, not only lyrically relevant, but also musically relevant. Bang, Fody Water for me. Um, stage presence. I would actually get this to nod. Um, I feel like he commands the stage pretty well, actually. And um, his use of different lighting and the way he uses uh, certain props, I, I actually appreciate it. I I'm going to get that to nod. Um, so it comes down to marketability. Um, with this one, this is hard because I have to be honest and fair. I don't like this um, Nas is more marketable um, between the movies and the acting and the uh, the tech deals and the the rap itself. Like he got it, I can't argue it. So uh, Nas two one man, fucking it. boo nigga, boo you, boo you nigga. Now I'm gonna start. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm go second. So I've already said on past episodes I don't listen to Nas shit. I don't like Nas music. Don't get it twisted that I don't like up north music because I love Jay Z music, but I don't fuck with Nas and 
catalog. He has, at, at most, five songs that I like. Now, 40 Wody, I like a lot more 40 Wody than I do now. So let's get into it. Lyricism. 40 Wody. 40 Lyrics. 40 Wody. You feel me? I can create some lyrically that moves the nation to change what they say. Now, your lyrics, eh, they're good. I'll give it to you. I'm not going to say you're not a good lyricist. That's not what I'm going to say. But Foley voted his lyrics speak to me. Back to deep calling him Foley voted. man. <laughs> it just sounds better than E40 to me. E40. Foley voted. <laughs> so, marketability. I'm not going to straight out just give this one to Nas because both men have been in several movies. I don't know about any tech deal so that's new information to me thank you for educating me on that my brother um but i'm gonna say it's almost head to head with marketability because 40 will be doing his goddamn thing and he got some branding deals and some shit going on for him if it's just like now let's do but if it come down to it based on the knowledge that i have on both of them streams of income i'm gonna give it to now unfortunately i really didn't want to give him that a damn one and then when you get to stage, yeah, I'm a downside here. I'm a downside head at heart. So I'm not gonna be biased on either person because neither one of them are truly downside for me. So no, nah, so you, you you give a good show. You, you can move the crowd. You, you, your lyrics speak to them. Those who are fans of you, um, but one, I'm not one of them. So. It's not going to speak to me. I don't think I would ever be in a Nas concert. Um, now, 40 voted, that's going to be in totally different environment. You feel me? You're going to have some hyphy shit going on. You're going to have a lot of energy going on. And 40 voted going to give you a, a, a laid back 40 voted show. But just off his lyrics, even just off his lyrics, he incites that, in, that energy in other people. You feel me? So, to be a laid back person and my words make you get up and move and jam, I got to be doing something right up on the stage. So I'm going to give it to 40 Wody, 2 1. 40 Wody with the sneak in. Oh. <laughs> I don't even want to fuck Go ahead. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, no, most of the time I agree with my brothers. There's not that many things we disagree with. Oh, but these gonna... niggas done lost their damn mind. These, <laughs> these niggas done lost their damn mind. This is Nas, man. I'm going to just talk my shit right now, y'all. Y'all can talk shit about me later on when I finish, but this is motherfucking Nas against E-40. You have lost your goddamn mind. Whose world is this? It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. <laughs> Street dreams are made of these. Y'all have lost your motherfucking mind. <laughs> I don't... You can sprinkle some shit somewhere sprinkle else. Me, go sprinkle your your uh your sprinkler system and go grow your gas somewhere or whatever. Like hell, the fuck no marketing Nas. <laughs> he's still look. He's been fighting. Nah, I ain't even gonna say that. Like it's been years now or whatever. And they gave it. They gave Grammy to Nas just off of pure pure legendary status or whatever. I ain't even gonna say I like the last two Nas albums. I liked it better than the album he got for the Grammy or whatever. I'm not gonna lie. It's not every freaking song that I like from Nas at all. But you must be out your mind. He has songs where he personified money. 
when he personifies the gun, he has a song where he tells a whole story backwards <laughs> called Rewind. I don't must be out your. I don't care if you don't give a damn. I don't give a damn that you don't give a damn. Motherfucking nah. <laughs> Put that motherfucking point up there. You be out your goddamn mind. <laughs> I love it. You lost your goddamn mind. I can't believe y'all nigga. I understand it's the Nas ain't your thing or whatever. You do no realize how both Nas though, right? Exactly. And that, that should tell you how great he is. You hate that nigga, but you got to give him that point. Just like we hate LL Cool J, but we got to give him some points. Not all the time. Hell no. Because I saw, I just saw Deep Blue Sea for the second time. And that nigga is stupid as shit in that movie. But anyway, we ain't talking about it. Was, my head is like a shark fan. Fuck that nigga. We definitely agree with that. This, y'all lost your goddamn mind. It's nice. We done. We done. We don't got to say no more about that. <laughs> well... Um... <laughs> well... Y'all hip hop heads don't gotta say shit. I already said it for y'all. I don't, y'all don't even gotta say shit in the comments. Y'all say shit to my brothers. I will fuss you out. We know my damn self. <laughs> Pat blows a gasket. Oh yeah, this is gonna be fun. Oh yeah, that's, I'm popping that up. ASAP. And, 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 and look at and look and look at the bracket next. Me putting the nail down. You got Ghostface Killer versus Nas next. That is an awesome one. I want to see a versus. This then you got Eminem and Busta Rhymes, and they talking about doing a versus with Eminem and Busta Rhymes. This is awesome. This is awesome. I'm gonna Nas and Ghostface song right now. I'm gonna start. With... All right, I'm done ranting. I'm done. He didn't say it all that, and I still don't. I still don't give a fuck that you don't give a fuck. <laughs> you still my nigga, man. Love you to death. I already know. <laughs> but Nas, yeah, um, you don't gotta be. <laughs> uh, next week. Tune in for more debate, more argument, more grievance, and more outrageous hot takes. As we move more people into the quarterfinals, we do the other side of the round two bracket. We got Red Man going against the teacher pair. One, we got Tupac versus Method Man. We got Cop versus Scarface. And we got Cool G Rap versus Jay-Z. We got got, got one for y'all next week, man. So tune in. The, The vote will be up. I'll have the round two vote for, for the other side. I'm going to give y'all another chance, Pod Squad. The uh, link will be on the Twitter page. Pat, if you want to throw it on the other ones, too, so we can get uh, people to rock out. But, yeah, man, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have the link up tomorrow. So Wednesday through uh, Wednesday through Tuesday, you'll be able to put your votes in for this round two to help us make this next quarterfinals. Otherwise, we're going to have uh, Pat blowing a gasket again. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. I enjoy that. I, I I like that kind of bad. Thank you, sir. I, I'm, I'm I'm this is why I did this bracket specifically for you and your hip hop headedness. So uh hold on, I don't know how that sounded, but anyway. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no need. Oh man. So now that we're done with the top MCs, I think it's time to move to the new segment of Against the Grain. Oh boy, let's ask us, man. We each go, yeah, yeah. You know, Against the Grain, you know, we each bring two things to the table where may not be that popular with mainstream people, but that's how we feel. You know, that's how we feel. So I'm gonna go first as usual with this one. Um, I don't believe the saying happy wife, happy, happy life, happy, well, excuse me. I don't believe the saying happy wife, happy life, 
is cool. I believe it's a piece of bullshit. You feel me? I believe that statement places all of the man's happiness on whether or not the wife is happy. Mm-hmm. What about the husband's happiness? Shit, the saying should be both of y'all motherfuckers <laughs> happy, then it's a happy life. Shit, just because she happy don't make me happy. What if I'm having a bad day and she fucking happy? Daddy is going to make me happy. Oh, you happy? Not my dad. I got no, one. fuck that. Got one. I need to be happy in the house too. Shit. What she eat don't make me shit. So her happiness. Where's the love? Don't don't move my happiness. You mean you feel me like I just feel the statement it's it's old and, and it's it's time for something new. That's a statement from the archaic days. It's bring something new. Y'all want to change everything else and cancel shit? Cancel that motherfucking bullshit and let's bring something new to this thing. I got one for you. Now, my second one. I got one for you, Faith. Go ahead. Happy spouse. Happy house. Because y'all both spouses. Boom. I, I like that. I like that, you know. That's some good shit. We need to cancel happy happy wife, happy life. We need to bring in happy spouse, happy house. Mm-hmm. God damn right. I fucks with it. My number two, this may not be that uncommon, but I strongly believe in this. I would rather a person teach me how to make a million dollars than a person just give it to me. With the knowledge of how to make it, I could t- continuously just make more, make more, make more. You feel me? You just give me that money. If I don't know what to do with it, I'm gonna blow all that shit. Then I'm back to zero again. But with knowledge, I can continue to make my own. You feel me? Because you taught me how to do it. Now I'm gonna just keep on doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. So my one million turns into more me, rather than my one million turns to no me. Give me the money. That's my two. What about y'all? What y'all got to say this? Woo. Um. Well. I guess I'll go ahead and rattle some cages here. Um, I would rather, uh, oh, I no longer believe the majority of people are good. I think it's just a few of us out here. And most people are horrible folk. I used to, when I was younger, believe that, like, the, the general population was good people. And it was, like, a few, you know, bad apples that just kind of, you know, affect. But no, the internet era and, and the past few years have shown me, no, most people are horrible. There's just a few people out here with good heart. So that's my first I, I, one. I agree with that. I've I actually agreed with that since I was 12. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm 38 now. Well, there you go. Oh, fuck. I don't like humans. Shit. Fuck humans. I had a jump on the train with you earlier, Paul. Fuck humans. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, my next one kind of goes with that one, though. I'm about sick of the Democratic Party. I don't give a damn that I'm black. I'm, I'm pretty cool with withholding my vote until the party respects my vote or until we just have our own party. I, I'm I'm just at that point. Like uh, I'm done with broken promises from them, and they're no they're, they're like I don't see where my life changes when they come in office. Like so, what the fuck? Just, my mama had the same shit. Republicans is in office, but, but damn it, then I don't give a fuck. Like until I can get my own shit on, until one of these parties respect my vote, man, fuck. And uh, that's why we are going for the past right two years. Yeah, I don't vote for the Democrat. I don't vote, and I ain't voted in the past two elections. And I refuse to vote till I hear some new shit out they mother out of somebody motherfucking mouth. You feel me? People been mad at me for the past two like young vote. You black need to vote. Who the fuck I'm gonna vote for? The lesser of two evils. Why I gotta vote for evil? The fuck? Well, well, you join the. Well, you know I've been at Democrats neck every time ever since. Fucking Biden been in office, so no, fucked up. Yeah, he is a limp noodle president. It's not that he's he's horrible. He just don't do shit. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like that saying that um, made all them damn promises. 
Oh, we did it, Joe. Man, yeah. fuck out of here. You know how they tell people. You know even if, hmm? Go ahead. What do you say, Faye? Go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say, you know how people say, like, um, if if you're white and you don't say nothing about it, or you just sit back idly by while it's keep going, you're a racist along with them. He is the personification of that shit. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. Just he's sitting there, just laughing away with Russ. He's sitting in the passenger side of the... Mm. I just don't think... He's directly doing hell on the road, but he damn sure ain't stop, stopping him. I, I just don't think this is... Oh, well, I guess I should... This probably be a third against the grain out of the blue, just as we talk about it. But I just don't think people that will not be affected by a vote or a particular... Um, or a particular idea should vote on that idea. He has the voting rights has no effect on Biden at all. Even if he wasn't president, even if he was a regular person or whatever, he at, at his core or whatever, it does not have no effect on him at all. Like period. At all. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Kamala, and maybe a little saying, bit more. And you're saying so you're saying making sure this no, it's not even to say even have a vote. It's just that I'm just saying the people that we have that is trying to push something, they don't naturally care about it anyway because their life don't depend on it. But they represent people that it they that their life depend on these things or whatever. And so, so how can we trust the uh the Democrats like that? It's like it's like rep- Republican and sheep's clothing, pretty much. And they still they still bought out by the company, which is they're pretty much. They're dino Democrats in name on dinos. It's like it's like they it's like they Democrats are like they secret Republicans with charities. It, that's what it is. It just seems like they're Republicans with charities, the same mindset or whatever. Like you you're voting Republican or whatever, but you're giving the charity for people in those areas that you're actually voting. That's that's what that's what Democrats are. Or whatever. So. Yeah, I guess that was a, a ill, the uh, honorary against the green because that wasn't my we'll initial take- one. My mind's a bit more simpler. Uh, mine is maybe leaving you on read. It's not that bad. It's it's not that bad. To sometimes I forget. Fuck you just say leaving you on read like when you're you you, you know when you look at your your text messages you just say or whatever. What the fuck you just said? <laughs> Leaving you on red? Red, red, read, red. Red, nigga. Red. Not like it's not telling you to read. It's telling you I've read it. Nigga. Oh, man. Man, it's late at night, man. I'm tired. <laughs> and I'm reading it off of it. So when I read, <laughs> read. All right. Leaving you on red is not that bad. Okay? My bad. It's not that bad. I just forgot. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, bro. Uh, so what you say? Look, not, I didn't make it in the comments. Okay, all right. Shit, shit. This is red to me. This is fucking red to me, or whatever. So when I read it, or whatever, if I see. <laughs> if I see read, subconscious, I'm automatically gonna say read. No, I'm gonna keep going because it's gonna be more content anyway. And then if Faith's gonna keep laughing, I got confused. <laughs>
This nigga said this is red to me. No, I knew. I just forgot. <laughs> well, let us um. Don't blame me. Blame the public school system. And continue, fuck y'all. <laughs> let's continue to read the docket, y'all. <laughs> Next, I'm gonna re- read from my docket. <laughs> this is what I'm reading right here. In- <laughs> my hoodie with the red y'all didn't know this is how the website reddit got started right here mm-hmm. matter was somebody sent somebody a text message that said hey man read it what reddit <gasps> that's my dot com <laughs> you have you and not and all that shit. yeah yeah and somebody didn't understand a homer because they were sleepy oh fuck my last one i already gave two <laughs> and i think i did enough fuckery for the years so is it that time yet? <laughs> boy, boy, I ain't heard Facebook like that in a minute, man. That, that was enjoyable. That was a good one there, man. Boy, that, <laughs> leaving somebody on. You're right, it's not that bad because nobody does that. <laughs> but I do, okay? So when if I do it or whatever, it's not that bad, all right? I don't give a goddamn if I said something wrong. Y'all act like y'all never had something grammatically wrong. Y'all grammar Nazis and shit. And whoever the comment, whoever's in the comments or whoever listening or whatever, y'all want to judge on me. I like y'all act like y'all ain't never said nothing stupid. Some of y'all, some of y'all could, some of y'all ignore. Some of y'all got some badass accents, whatever. Some of y'all are uglier than me. So shut up. <laughs> all right, now I said all that fuckery. Time to get to the good and fuckery because it's about that time, y'all. Episode 63, season three. And faces still laughing in the background. Good and fuckery, yeah. Good and fuckery. Boy, we got we got Trigger Man Pat this evening, boy. He is on. I'm loving this shit, boy. This is the best episode ever. If y'all missed this one, man, fuck you. You are wilding. This is the best episode of the partners today. I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all better get down. I'm trying. Oh man, face came so- back. A good one, boy. That nigga over there crying. <laughs> <laughs> still got some of that oh, blunt left over there face. Man, yeah, he still do. Oh, yeah, he still do. Might need it. All right. So as I was making my good and fuckery list, um, I noticed that, hey, you know what? Some of these topics, I'm going to add some other topics. So I might skip around on the list. And some of these, after a while looking at them, I don't give a goddamn about them. So yeah, but... <laughs> We got honest with you, you know. Yo, I, I don't mean, know who this new pet is. I don't know whether it's these bank loans he talking about. I don't know whether it's the big boss talk he on, but I I'm personally a fan. Can we keep can we keep this pet going like for the rest of infinity? Like this, this is this is the pet we need. This is the pet that people need right here. God damn it. I'm loving this pet. Paul. Let, let me let me talk to the rest of them. Y'all keep you want me to continue with it. Because I was going to do it, you know, if you want. Okay, vote is up. All right, we back. All right, yeah. It's this Padawan tonight, and the first thing we talking about is the Royal Rumble 2022. Because fuck everything else. I watched that shit. That's, and I love the Royal Rumble. Even if I don't know, if, I, if I've been away from wrestling for a while, I don't even know the wrestling. Was Royal it, Rumble is. Was it still nostalgic? Yeah, and it's always dope every single time. Even if I don't care about none of the wrestlers, it ends up being dope. Well, tell me about it. I actually know the Who won? All right. So it started off with Roman Reigns versus Seth freaking Rollins. And if y'all have not, they were the first uh, been up. That was no, they were the first match, the first match for the Universal Championship. Oh, they started off with that. Come on, or whatever. Now, if if y'all ain't up on it, Roman Reigns had been on a a a one. Like he 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 hooked up with Paul Heyman. 
Paul Heyman turned him into the Samoan Brock Lesnar, basically, not to just what Roman Reigns has done or whatever. Um, he got the Usos in his camp. They have they they're like a Samoan That's nation fine. of domination out yeah. of this piece, pretty much. It's going the fuck in. Him as a heel, as a villain, is dope, pretty much. And then we got Seth freaking Rollins, the guy that broke up the shield, the guy that caused all the controversy. And, and let me tell you, in Triple H. Yes, I said. Yes, it. I said it. Yes, yes. And this is how it started off. You know, Roman Reigns came out in his traditional, um, you know, entrance and everything that he's been coming out with. But Seth Rollins been getting in this nigga's head, and he came out. In this with the shield entrance, when they're coming out of the rafters in the crowd with the shield, he had his shield uniform on. Come on, sir. let's go, let's go, Rob. The whole yes, sir. The whole time, Reigns have been raining. He's been calm. He's been cool. Been acting like a mob boss. This, this, this one, he's been acting like an animal. And at first, Seth was like too fast for the nigga. He was just way too fast, and then. And it, but every time Roman Reigns would come back, he would start laughing in his face or whatever, laughing. And Roman Reigns, was like, nigga, you're losing. Why the fuck are you laughing? Like he was doing a, he was doing some old Joker shit basically. But at the end, spoiler alert, everybody, uh, Roman Reigns got disqualified because he put him in a chokehold, and he was so pissed that he didn't take him out the chokehold. Period. I hate. I hate. I I hate it too. <laughs> he deserved it. He deserved it. And then oh. afterwards, yeah, at, but but afterwards, it's all part of the drama. But afterwards, he just went to town, just grabbed chairs, beating the shit out of self, just beating the, like, it was just, it was brutal afterwards. It was brutal. It was brutal. But Damn. yeah, that was, that was the first match. That's how they started it off. Okay, WWE. I like the Royal Rumble more than I like WrestleMania. I'm telling y'all right now, I just. All around, like, like on my the next was the women's Royal Rumble match, and let me tell you, man, it was dope. Like the women's, like these women's matches nowadays, like they, I, sometimes I like them better than the actual, like the men's matches, yo. Like uh, these women can wrestle, like it, they can like wrestle, they get it in, and even the ones that you don't think can wrestle or wrestling. Like hard. Thanks like, in the Royal Rumble, or did she fight in the main event or something? She was, she was number one. Okay, okay. She was number one, and I'm she was hanging in there. Oh, Sasha. Oh, you said she was. Oh, you know. She was hanging in there. She came out there with the Sailor Moon costume and everything, but at no the bueno. end, no bueno, no bueno, no bueno. I don't know. Huh? Who won? Let me get to it. Let me get to it oh. or whatever. So, um, you know, Charlotte Flair was around at the end. Um, I can't get really – let me just say who the last two are. Where Charlotte Flair – and Ronda Rousey. Rowdy Rousey back. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she was putting in work, just putting in work, y'all, just putting in work. She would literally get, like, when she came out, all of them was like, oh, shit. Still got legit. <laughs> you know? And she just put them in the corner. Like, she, man, she bulldozed everybody. Like, was just going through everybody, man. And she putting people in the corner, giving them the dukes, and then just eliminating them. That shit was crazy. And she won. Ronda Rousey won. So who's Charlotte she, Flair? Bianca uh, Belair. Nah, Charlotte Flair is the is the champion right so now. Charlotte Flair in the in the rumble and it was she's a flair. I'm like, how the fuck if she win? Like, if she wins, she gets the pick. Who? Her. 
it if she wins, she gets to put, pick who faces her. Man, I'm glad she. Of course, of course. But she she did her work. She she went to town. She went to town when she was in there, and she cleared she she cleared it. And then the dumb thing was the way she tried to charge at Ronda Rousey when they first when they first uh like was facing off, and everybody realized that you know Eric they were the last two. Unless you and MMA charge stupid, stupid. I think she maybe thought, bitch. Yeah, I think she might have thought that um like her height and whatever could balance that all that off, but no, nah, it won't it won't work. <laughs> um this one I didn't really care too much for or whatever <laughs> at all. It was a and it's not I just didn't care too much about it. It was the raw women's championship or whatever. And it was Becky Lynch versus this wrestle random wrestling named Dewdrop. And it was Dewdrop is a big oh, heavy. Okay. She she like yeah. kind of look crazy, right? Yeah, she kind of looked crazy, real happy one or whatever. She, yeah. I just the first time I haven't really seen her because I haven't been into wrestling in a while. Yeah. But I always did the man win? Rumble. Come on, uh, the man did the yeah, man. Yeah, Be- Becky won. Becky won. Yes. She barely won. Yes, we kicking lives. She barely won. <clears throat> Coming out <clears throat> kicking lives. She won. She won. Yo, Becky, Becky, uh, female Stone Cold. Yo, I rock work. Yeah, she she kind of was. I kind of want to see her and Lita fight. And Lita was in the Royal Rumble also. Just like y'all know. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Becky, that oh. real deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, the next one was WWE. The next one was the WWE Championship, pretty much. And that that's the Raw, basically, the Raw Championship, pretty much. And mm-hmm. it, BL versus BL. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Now. Come on, Brock. <clears throat> Brock has even oh, was joking on that. In the build-up for this match, in this build-up for this match or whatever, Brock was just like basically saying, "Bobby Lashley, you is just a fake version of me, basically." What a song! Voice. Bobby Lashley is like is like you've been ducking me and avoiding me for all these years and stuff like that. But let me get into the match or whatever. It was a suplex. It was a suplex championship to me. Whatever, oh, like they were Goldberg. <clears throat> yo. Like Brock Lesnar, you know, he's like the biggest dude there is right now. But like he was doing suplexes, but it wasn't the same effect. You know, Brock Lesnar suplex you, you usually you usually on the mat for a good minute. It looked like it just pissed Bobby Lashley off <laughs> a couple of times. So they were in a suplex complex, uh, I think complex, the suplex uh competition <laughs> for a good while or whatever. And uh yeah, like it looked like after a while though, um, it was pretty much even, to tell you the truth. Um, but uh yeah, this was kind of a screw job championship because out of the blue, Roman Reigns came in, speared Brock Lesnar, um, beat him down, went over to Paul Heyman or or whatever, and says, Give me the give me the belt, hit Brock Lesnar with the belt, then walks away, and then Paul Heyman walks with Roman Reigns, surprisingly, and then Bobby Lashley takes the win. Yeah, so well, yeah, that was that was a match, man. I ain't gonna lie, even though it ended up with a screw job, and they they probably gonna build it up for like maybe WrestleMania or whatever. But yeah, that was it. It's still a good job. All right, the next match is still. I mean, it was an entertaining match, but it's still a match I I could give two fucks about or whatever. But um. It was the Miz and his wife. Um, 
I always fuck her name up. Marisi, Marisi, I don't know. It was Miss and his wife versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix being Edge's wife, pretty much. And eh, it was one of those mixed matches or whatever. It was it was funny, but at the same time, I don't care because it's the Miz, and I he's not that awesome to me. (laughs) I don't really care too much about that. So we fast forward to the real thing: the Men's Royal Rumble match. All right. It doesn't it doesn't matter who's in the match. It's a 30-man match where people go in and start fighting. That's pretty much as it is. It's it started off dope. Yeah, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And I've been following these two these two beefs. Like they they used to have like title matches outside of WWE and like the Japanese League and all that other stuff. So yeah. Um the I would say Really, it just everybody just came out and did a couple of things. I mean, it, it wasn't really too big of like it wasn't that many exciting things that happened or whatever. It just was like a fun match to watch all in all as far as Royal Rumble matches. Um, pretty much. Uh, who I would say, especially since there's a lot of new people, I don't really care too too much about for. Uh, I like to do Montez Ford. And since it's Black History Month or whatever, that right. dude, Montez Ford, um, that's um, Bianca Belair's uh, boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, he's he's pretty athletic, man. That dude was flipping all over the place or whatever. I feel like I wish they would do more with the character, but I probably probably because of but my black bias. That would be dope. That'd be dope. Um, the dude almost came in. He's basically the new Kane in the, in the, in, the, in the match, pretty much. He was pretty much the biggest dude there. Um, let's who it what's that dude name, man? I forgot. It's he gets on my damn nerves, and I'm trying to find him on the freaking list or whatever. He has that um Dusty huh? Dusty. Dusty <laughs> no, not the, oh uh Corbin. Baron Corbin. Cor- Baron Corbin, but now he's happy Corbin because they can't find any type of gimmick that's that can make him pop. Yeah, and I mean, I like, like he got he got that one move, um, the end of days, and I feel like he's a good wrestler and all, but he just, as far as the character goes, he's he's pretty boring, pretty much. Some people just ain't got. No, no, no. They screwed over Kofi Kingston. Feel like they screwed over Kofi Kingston or whatever, whatnot. And Kevin Owen, Kevin Owens was out there somehow for some reason. Um, Bad Bunny. Uh, the reggaeton artist is still in in wrestling, wrestling? Right now, and God, he was. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like a cameo. I didn't really doing a David. He's still wrestling. He's still wrestling. He actually eliminated some people too, or whatever. Um, then then Randy Orton came out. Things kind of changed. He came out looking victorious. Looked like he was about to do the um my um Maya Angelou pose on the quarter and everything, and he he pretty dominated. And it was St. Louis, and you know that's his hometown, so it, it got real. And then you know his um, the RKO. Yeah, yeah, those those RKOs are just like, oh uh, man, I, it's like between RKO and the Stone Cold Stunner, it's like it's. I like the RKO because like, it ain't no setup with it. It ain't no kick. It ain't no nothing. It's, it's, no, it just it's out of nowhere. You know? It's like yeah, it's the diamond. Whatever's happening. Well, gotcha. You, ne- you never know gotcha, what is going to happen. Yeah, you never. Yeah. Never know what's gonna happen. But I was, man, Randy Orton. I don't know that he underrated, but I don't think he always 
praise he deserved for his in-ring work. Like, he's a really yeah, I think I, I really wish they had like a good I mean they've had before, but I wish they would come back with another like Randy Orton run, pretty much. Cause like uh, I think he just in any situation, if you put him in any situation, it becomes real interesting real quick. But all in all, um, you said you're a fan of a fan of who? It's a hill pun a bitch down the street. Oh, that shit is crucial too. And I always pick that that move in the game. Anyway, because it's effective. Yeah. Shoot, it's effective in real life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I even I think they um I think they banned him from actually using it though. Oh, I, I wouldn't think so. But I know I think he's I think they I don't know, and they might have allowed him to do it, but I think it was a time they banned him from doing it. But all right, let me stop all the suspense. So the winner was Brock Lesnar. Oh, he got it. Not at thirty. Oh, mm-hmm. he cleared everything up. He was at he was at thirty, and he's Brock Lesnar. And now we're probably going to have Brock BL versus BL2. Brock Lesnar versus Brock Lesnar. Bacon and lettuce versus bacon and lettuce. Let me stop. I'm joking. You mean Bobby? Bobby Lashley. Okay, gotcha. Careful. Well, <laughs> that's a Brock Lesnar versus Brock Lesnar, too. Uh huh. Uh huh. I, I, was, I was trying to lay off. According to Brock Lesnar, that's the truth. Hey, you say he's fake Brock Lesnar? Again, so I was going to leave you alone, bro. But yeah, you, uh, whew, them words is, uh, Backed up in there tonight. It's all right, man. I'm, I'm, I've, I've been running for the past four days, and yeah, I'm a little out of it, but it's all right. It's okay. I'm saying that to myself. <laughs> it's all right, yeah. Um, some of these I'm gonna fly through. All right, there's going to be a new comic book event. It's gonna call Judgment Day. It's basically X Men versus Avengers versus the Eternal. I'm gonna say this real quick. I hope the X Men whoop the Eternals ass. That's all I care about. I just hope the X-Men whip the Eternals ass. Oh no, man. That's tough. The Eternals X- from the movie Eternals. Like those that iteration, Chris and all of them. Or- no, the Eternals from the actually it's all the Eternals. It's gonna be the ones from the movie and base. Well, let me put you up on game with people in the comic book. The Eternals are now being ruled by Thanos on the low. Oh. And I and uh, somewhere, I think the Avengers is really going to be like trying to be the peacekeepers between the two or whatever. But, you know, they got to build it up so they put verses for everybody. But this is the this is the kicker. They I think they retconning and for people that don't know comic book terms, retcon is when a writer comes in and like changes the origin of a known comic book in some type of way to fit the story, basically. So they're technically retconning but it's still not really that much of a retcon because they have said this before but they're retconning mutants to be qualified as deviants and if you know the history of eternal that's the main thing about eternals they fight deviants to make sure that mutants are evolved deviants no they're they're how say they're they're getting skewed on their um way they view mutants they're basically viewing mutants as deviants or whatever instead of viewing mutants as evolved humans pretty much so and that's are evolved deviants or they're just not evolved deviants at all they're just deviants they're just different yes yeah i'm i'm thinking they're going they haven't gone into it yet or whatever because this event is coming in the summer but they're basically 
another version of Deviant. Can we finally get you to review that? Can we get you to, uh, cause, uh, yeah, this stuff would be better, easier for me to understand if I got like a tutorial every once in a while. From, you know, I got you. This got to get this, uh, it's going. But I know I have plenty of time prepared because this is coming out in like May, pretty much. Much. And these I'm things excited. change all the time. It's gonna be an epic war. I, I, I love to see it. They actually in the front cover. They actually got like Cyclops and Chris on the side or whatever. Um, but I hope they whip their ass. I hope Cyclops whips Icarus ass in the eye beam blast. I think he has a stronger eye beam blast. I'm I'm all team mutant. Fuck fuck the Eternals. <laughs> fuck them. Right I don't on. Care if they like we'll the mutants before mutants. Fuck them. X Men all the way. Anyway, um, Pusha T is I don't got no segues. Fuck him. Pusha T <laughs> reveals he's no longer a part of good music. He got all of his masters. Ooh. It's coming out. And you must, um, and I mean, still, everything is still good between him and Kanye or whatever, because Kanye actually signed off on it. So he got all of his masters for his music. Um, and he's starting his new record label. Oh, okay. Does he have a so name? As, um, Airwave, I believe. Let me get right into it. Um, because I've I've been hearing rumblings around here. You know, this is seven five seven. This is pretty pretty much the push a T hub. But I've been hearing um about this for a while, um, pretty much. But I believe his name is Air is Airwave, like Air H E I R Wave. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's right, he's it. starting that up. Well, and the album party. Album, new albums coming out soon, and people are saying that people try to say, "Hey, this album of the year." Man, push it on yeah. me, <clears throat> the boy rap. Nah. The boy rap, straight like that. The boy rap. He do rap. I mean, even they shoot Drake even used a line for a caption in his Instagram with a video with him and his son, pretty much. So I just actually saw that not before we around. Huh? <clears throat> oh, but yeah, um. Ter- uh, something else I saw, Terrence Williams' brother, uh, Baby and Slim from Cash Money, gotcha. is freed from a life sentence. This oh, wow. Serious, he say. When was the last time? Nash- they- hmm? When was the last time they saw him? I've never even heard of Shoot. him. Yeah, exactly. I think he's been in there since since they've been doing Cash Money, pretty much. Yeah, like. Well, he coming out to some millions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been, he was sentenced like for about 20 plus years, like 27.5 years or whatever. He's been resentenced to. So um, he should be getting out in a couple of years. I, they don't actually say like when he's actually getting out, but they say they resentenced it. So he's out of the life sentence right now. Well, welcome home, brother. Uh, hell of a long time. Um, quick one. Not a Black History Month. Viola Davis is coming out with a movie called The Woman King. Who was that? Viola Davis from, uh, you know. And Luella? Viola Davis. Oh, Viola, I just missed her. Oh, yeah, Viola Davis. She's, um, you know, she was Amanda Waller, Suicide Squad, and a whole lot of other action <laughs> movies, too. But that, me as a comic book kid, that's the first one I remember. Don't or whatever. Me. But. Let it go. <laughs> well, I said her name wrong. Viola. Ah, well, I'm going to say everybody's name all one day. <laughs> Viola. I didn't know face was going to crack. Yo, I thought he was going to hold it. Your face could never be on Saturday Night Live. Yo, he, he words that Jimmy Fallon used to be. <laughs> Breaking character like shit. <laughs> this is Davis. <clears throat> oh. but, 
But um <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> but uh it's supposed to be coming out. Uh Sony is releasing it. It's coming out in September the 16th. Um much and uh she plays I'm gonna mess up this name too because this is probably an African name and it's Nanaska Nanaska N-A-N-I-S-C-A Nanaska 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 it's gonna be dope if that's actually how you pronounce the name it sounds like a water like like designing like aquafina Either Nanisha yeah, or Nanisha. I promise. Nanisha? Not Nanaska. That's an A. I can't make an I'm working on I'm not trying to be fumble. I'm just. Nanaska. Nanananaska. Ooh, na na na. It's the way that we sky when we're doing our thing. The woman king. Ooh, Lord. Wayne The Rock Johnson is doing the Call of Duty movie. <laughs> um, yep, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is doing the Call of Duty movie. Uh, the actual, uh, not only that, the writers of the Mortal Kombat, the next Mortal Kombat movie, want him as Shao Kahn. Yep, magazine too. And and Jeremy Slater is going to be writing the Mortal um, Mortal Kombat two movie, and he's also the writer of Disney Plus. Uh, series Moon Knight. Okay, because so, I was like, who is that? I don't... Yeah, I was getting to it, but yeah, he's writing Moon Knight, and I would say yeah, he's if he he seems like he's getting jobs at back-to-back, so I'm kind of excited about seeing what's going on, especially if they get the right to be Shao Kahn. Hmm? Moon Knight must be a bunch of deals all of a sudden right after that, because I haven't seen it. Yeah, it, I mean, no one, it don't come out until like March, so, you know, but people in Hollywood, they talking. Okay, yeah, Jerry. Exactly. I'll be on the lookout. Yep. Um, Jason Moma is joining Fast and Furious. <coughs> oh, god damn it! I can't. I quit. I'm done for the night. I don't know what's, what's his name. How you pronounce? Aquaman is joining Fast Jason Moa. and Furious. Jason Moma. Moa. Jason. Moa. Momoa. Oh, but what did you call him? Please, please. Say. Jason Moa. Jason Momoa. Oh, I, I don't know. Well, I, I, we, I'm enjoying it. I might, it might be the, it might be the Wi-Fi, but I said Momoa, yeah. But they, they're planning on. I think he's going to be a villain, pretty much. But just because, why do they I keep think, making these damn movies, man? Like, how many times money. are going to be Fast and Furious, <clears throat> nigga? I don't care, nigga. How many cars can you wreck? Like, all right, we got it. What you gonna drive now, Thank Teslas? You. Like, what, what is the new? Like, what? It's a, it's a copy and paste movie, man. Be- it's a, it's a, it's a copy and paste movie, man. The Rock and Tyree uh, roasting session again. I'm good. I'm good. But that shit was funny. But yeah, Jason. But forehead. Jason Momoa, or Jason Momo, as I think <laughs> Tiz thought I was saying. I would just keep calling him that because it's even funny, and I've been fucking up everybody else's name. So why not fuck that? Nanaska. <laughs> Nanaska. Viola. Violin Davis. Oh, Lord. anyway, I'm practicing. I'm practicing. What Violin Davis. Jason Momo. <laughs> All right, another name we're gonna mess up. All right, because he's he's been acting crazy lately. Um, the Flash who's gonna come out with the Flash movie in the end of this year, basically. Um, Ezra Miller delivers a, a delivers a cryptic message to the Ku Klux Klan 
in South oh, uh, North Carolina. Exactly. That's how crazy it is. The guy that plays the Flash, Ezra Miller, the little, um, the little white boy. Yeah, randomly Young? on um from from mm-hmm. the uh, Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Randomly, um, on in his Instagram for some reason, um, he basically told the Ku Klux Klan of North Carolina to go kill themselves or that he can help. And yeah, he basically says, "Look, if y'all want to die, I'm saying it like he said it. If y'all want to die." I suggest you just killing yourselves with your own guns. Otherwise, keep doing exactly what you're doing and you know what I'm talking about. Then, you know, we'll do it for you. That's really what you want. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. That's what he said. I don't know what it's for. Ezra Miller. You said what? Tiz stands with Ezra Miller. I stand with him too. I don't know what started this. I really don't care what started this. My vote. I don't know what's happening, but I'm with it. Uh, All right. It's never, it's never going to be a time where I'm actually going to be. On Come on, allies. So. All right. Mm-hmm. It's it coming from the flash, but okay. Respect. All right. Respect. I, I'm going to finish this up. China's working on military robots. They they look, once again, they look like uh, they look like dogs. It looks really big. One of them calls like a yak, but they're, they're still doing stuff along with making a sign. So, yeah, China's still doing crazy shit. Um and at the same time, Elon Musk is working on a humanoid robot also. So oh, they're yeah. all the matrix is coming. They, they're all building up so we can all die out slowly. It's the new by robot. All right. Who can build a robot? But but the one person who is fighting back against the eventual extinction of the human race by robots, the one hero on our side. Gilbert Godfrey. Nick it's Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon to fight back. He is making more humans by the day. He is trying he's to on his, populate the earth. Yeah, because he's on his eighth child mm-hmm. like, now. It's just been announced. Didn't he say he was celibate? Somebody bought a bit. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I segued the fuck out of that one, didn't I? Yeah. Had a wand. <laughs> Nanaska. Not what is happening tonight, man? What is going on? Not in Nanaska. Oh, man. Something in that water, man. Yo, something going on. As long as it ain't lit. As long as it ain't lit. <laughs> I'm going to skip that one. Okay. Man, y'all heard about these three brothers that uh, beat up their stepfather because he was assaulted, sexually assaulting their nine year old sister? No, but salute to them. Shit. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a petition out to uh because they got arrested pretty much. Uh and it's a petition to get them out. Freedom. Applaud them, young. Yeah, three. I don't like how they said three men in Hidalgo County, Texas, whatever, but um were taken into custody of suspicion of aggravated assault and murder. The brothers Alejandro, Christian, and Trevino and their family friend Juan Eduardo Melendez are now facing charges in the connection with the death of 42-year-old Gabriel Quinn. Oh, yes, I'm going to fuck this name up too, but fuck him because he's pedophile. Quintanelia or something. I might have actually said it right. Q-U-I-N-T-A-N-I-L-L-A. I spelled that to see if I, spelled, if I said it right. <laughs> Quintanilla? Okay. Nanaska. Anyway. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, uh, that dude died, and I say that's a good thing, so because fuck pedophiles and and everything they stand for, and I, that's all I got to say about that. Fucking with a sick. Oh, whatever. <laughs> right, Indeed. and I'm gonna end up the fuckery with Rihanna is pregnant. Why is that? And shout out to her and ASAP Rocket. If I like a Rihanna, that's why it's fuckery. I like Rihanna. That is the one celebrity crush I had. But beyond that, it it wasn't the simple fact that she got pregnant. I found out about it. the simple fact that. I found out about everybody in social media de- declaring their love to Rihanna and saying fuck ASAP Rocky in some type of way or whatever. I was like, why is everybody giving these random pregnant Ray Rihanna memes? Oh, well. Rihanna, well. Rihanna is one of them. Shaped the culture and been like the face of beauty for her era or whatever as far as like her generation. So I get it. I understand why people are distraught. ASAP one, man. Yeah. Finding somebody real is your fucking problem. Bring your girl to the crib. He can fucking solve it. He told y'all what was what was happening. He told y'all what was up. You seen him smack the girl on the ass way, way back when she was still dealing with Chris Breeze and shit over at the MTV Award. That man been plotting for years. I shout out to him. Um, sorry, Pat. Oh, that's all matter, man. Blessings to Rihanna. Um, this is all a plot by the Illuminati to discourage me from my life goals. But blessings to Rihanna. And their family. How they ain't got nothing to do with that girl had no babies. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. They got to stop his life go. Fuck the Illuminati. Ooh. Fuck Putin. Um, hey, fuck Rihanna, everybody hey. that reconsider, reconsider. Get his man a shot. Fuck the word read. Fuck the word red. Uh, fuck everybody's names that I fucked up tonight. Who's that face? You gonna find you a Jonah seven five look just like Rihanna. There you go. What happened to chickens? And they're gonna be tea on or something like that. And that's why I don't really care because you know chicken sandwiches are good sometimes. A lot more times than just some. <laughs> Put your foot in your mouth. Oh Jesus. This a public podcast. Do I need no no I, I can't put my foot in my mouth? I ain't that flexible. Nanatska. Nananaski. Na 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 na. This is the wildest ever. I I I tried to do some control, y'all, but I it, it went off the rails. It's one of them ones, man. <laughs> you, in fuckery. You caught it. Episode sixty three. Look at me looking ridiculous. Hey hey. <laughs> well, man, the end of the good of fuckery usually brings us to the end of another episode. Oh, let's go, let's go. We did another episode six trade, big baby. We did it. Yay, y'all. So let's go, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. Do we got a black thing? We always got at least one. Tell her what it is, face. Tell her, tell her what it is, face. Tell her. Oh, damn, I thought you were going to keep going. Y'all can go to artreclothing.com. <laughs> My telephone is A-R-T-R-E clothing.com. Hey, come get your pot of merchandise. Come get your Artreclothing 3. Saves you a little bit of money on the back end, on the front end, and all between. Um, we got hoodies, long sleeves, short sleeves. We got pants, um, face masks, food monkey out. Um, Got a lot of stuff there, man. Socks, hats, all that shit. Check us out. I'm trying to pay. Then they got afterpay. Then they got that afterpay. Yeah. You got to pay the whole thing at once.
Indeed. That's the coolest things about it. And yeah, make exactly. sure when you buy your merch, yeah. when you get your shit and you put it on, send us a picture, man. Let, let, you know what I'm saying? Let, 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 let us see you out there in your AC83. Send that picture, man. Send that picture so we can put it on. Hey, I'm still looking for somebody to send a picture so we can put you on the actual R-Trade clothing page, man, as the header, header picture. Still looking for somebody, man. I'll send some pictures. I got a few people in the that I've seen pictures of, but I'm trying to get some other pictures out there. February is coming up. Hey, by you and your spouse or you and your significant other, some R-Trade clothing, put it on together, take a picture, send it. Y'all may be on the head of the actual R-Trade clothing page for a while. Oh. Never know. Yeah. Let's see. Go ahead, get your fashion model on out there, people. Come on, Pod Squad. Make it happen. And if you want us and you've already got your Artrey clothing merch or your partner's merch, then go ahead, man. And you can always donate at Cash App, dollar sign, partner tears one. That's Cash App, P O D N A T I Z one. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to try that again. That's dollar sign, P O D N A T I Z one. And uh, you can also donate at buymeacoffee.partners. Um, there you can donate for as little as a dollar, or you can sign up for a month exclusive access and membership perks um, that only Pod Squad members who are there get. Um, you also get, um, you also can support, I mean, at anchor.fm backslash the hyphen partners. Um, anchor.fm backslash the hyphen partners. podcast there. You can also, there's a voicemail on part of the podcast. But you can also can become a monthly supporter for four now. So those are the ways you can financially support. And once you've done support, man, if you want to chop it up with us or just talk to us or get in touch with us, how can you do that, Pat? At T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. Man, I got this down like a science. At T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. That is the Instagram. That's the TikTok. That's the Twitter. Shoot, ain't that the Twitch? Yes, it is. Hey, and Tiz Face mm-hmm. Pat mm-hmm. are the partners mm-hmm. on Facebook. That's the way we can get to it, pretty much. Indeed. Well, man, then another one, fella. How y'all feeling, man? I come from China. Good. Good and good and good. I have been your boy, Tiz. And I've been along with... It's the other third of the Padawan. <laughs> I fucked that all up. <laughs> it's the other third of the partners, man. It's the Padawan. The guy that said Nanaska, Joe Momo. Violin Davis all through this podcast. <laughs> Fucking shit up. And I am along with pause. <coughs> Extended pause. Oh, that motherfucker. What was that? Now correct me CR Trey, you know. Thank y'all for coming. Anyway else but you're here with us. Keep tuning in, man. Partners. Indeed, man. And guess what? We are about this bad. Oh. Scott. Always a pleasure. We love y'all. Thank y'all for coming out. God bless you. Good night.